It's the Hats Off Gloves Off podcast. With Mitchell Phillips and Spencer Callender. Oh, whoa, what's up, folks? Bass. Oh, damn. I was like almost like one of those Korean pop singers or. You know, I'm I'm in the heat of the moment. I'm just performing, you know, like I was born to do. And then when all of a sudden, TV falls on your head. Lights start falling on me. Those shady third world sets are collapsing on their own performers. Fire that intern. I, I saw a guy rocking around here with a construction belt earlier. Let's let's make sure he's his kids don't have nothing to eat next week. All right. Yeah, and let's get thinner TVs so if they do fall on us, it doesn't crush our skulls. Yeah, I want like if I get hit by a TV, I want it to be like a Bugs Bunny situation where like the TV just my head just goes through and it's still resting on my shoulders. And there's just birds going around my head. Yeah, can we get some prop TVs? You guys know the deal. I'm M to the P, that's S to the K. Whoa, nice. Behind the ones and the twos, we Figure got the rest the out. Um, this is Hats Off, Gloves Off. You know the deal. By now, episode 195, are you fucking kidding me? We're in the house, baby. Pats on the back, pats on the fanny finger, pointing finger, blasting the yin and yang contemporary court of the common era. This is at Hogopod on Instagram. Do a good, you get a good. You do a bad, you get a bad. Starting off hot this week, a lady in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Is she uh, is she a good or a bad? Oh, she's What's she a, up to? <laughs> well, she's a she's unfortunately just a little angel. But <laughs> the gloves off goes to the police. So a lady was a hit and run. She was just making her way around Baton Rouge. Louisiana, and uh, she was struck by a speeding driver. So there's some bystanders around. There's some outdoor area, maybe a gas station or something. People are out and about. So they call the police. The police show up 10 minutes later, doing 80 miles an hour. The police hit her, too. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> so she was laying in the street, which... The, the, oh, get her out of the street. Oh, someone probably, someone probably, they're probably about to drag her, and then some know-it-all yelled out, you're not supposed to move them. Yeah. You're not supposed to move them, yeah. and then everyone... You shouldn't move her. <laughs> everyone was like, whoa. No, no, no. No cones or anything? They, uh, like, stand in the street, like, go yeah, 100 get a yards hu- up get the a road. Get a human chain going around the victim. We are the world. <laughs> yeah. And they all get plowed through my fucking highway Grab patrol. your neighbor's hand <laughs> and circle around the injured and needy. All right, everybody, we're starting a Congo line, starting at the near-deceased all the way up to the Arco. We don't want any accidents. Hey! Ho! Who can sing? Who's a good singer here? <laughs> we need a good lead man. Otherwise, this cha-cha line's going nowhere. I've seen it once. I've seen it a thousand times, folks. We need a leader. Stop laughing. This is a scene of an accident. Now link up. <laughs> uh, so... The woman, a 38-year-old, Quiana Brown, was pronounced dead at the scene. After oh, they hit. killed her, so the cops, she probably would have survived? She was alive. Um, based on, like, I mean, these are just funny theories we have, but based on the context, we can assume that's probably correct. People were like, hey, let's not move her. That's the only reason 10 minutes pass, and people are still just watching her in the street. Um, but <laughs> the cop, honestly, if you're, if, you, if you're 10 minutes late to a hit and run, go the speed limit, baby. What do you think you're gonna catch up? You got to be going like 187 miles an hour to catch up to somebody you're 10 minutes behind. <laughs> the cops hit and run too. <laughs> they just rolled out the window. Sorry, we got another call. Like triple murder. See you later. Oh, if you're that cop and you're like, okay, 
3,700, 3,750. Okay, here's the gas station. And you're like, oh my God. God, there's no way. She would have died anyway, right? She was going to die already. Tell me. Oh, she's right behind me, isn't she? She was going to die anyway. Well, we got the video up on the big screen. WB. Well, this lady's walking. She's not laying in the street. This this is the initial hit. She's over here now. These are witnesses. Oh, yeah. So she she got hit by a gas station. There's witnesses. And then... Then the cop just flew the fuck by, and everybody's hands just went in the air. Jesus Christ. Man, she looked like fun. Oh, my God. She did. She looked like a nice lady. R.I.P. Quiana Brown. And throw the book at this fucking cop. Slow down. Didn't that just happen where they a cop killed someone going 80 and a 20? Oh, I, I don't know. I, we did cover recently the story of... Uh, but they, it was only the first time the person got hit and killed. They didn't get hit twice. <laughs> We did cover that story where the cops arrested that lady, put her in the squad car that was on the train tracks, and, yeah, then, yeah. and then lost their keys. So the, the police car just got nailed by the train. But yeah, if if we used to go to Laughlin all the time, my grandma lived out there. Going like eighty five versus seventy five, you get there like seven minutes sooner. Doesn't like, feel that way though. I, I understand. But yeah, when but you really do break reality, it down, oh well, all that stuff. If you could just. Tell all these people now, like, when you do that move, you actually make traffic worse. You think you're getting there faster, but you're making it worse for everybody. Or the, yeah, the, or the, uh, my, the worst is the, uh, I have to use the 118 to get to work now, and you got to get on the 5 to the 118. Everybody just stays on the 5 as long as they can to get into the lanes that become the 118. But it's like, dude, you're the traffic. It's everybody doing that. You guys just stop doing that, and this lane will be fine, and you wouldn't have to avoid this lane. But other fucking faggots like you... Keep doing this. That's why this fucking line is a mile long. And people give me guys. Yeah, so, uh, gay community, we're watching you, all right? I absolutely refuse to let people in. And then once we get on through it, they like pass me. They're like, ha ha, oh, I'm past you now. It's like, dude, I just, we're scissoring. Everybody's getting on the freeway is scissoring. We're, yeah. all, we're all doing the zipper. I go, we're getting you go. In, I we're go, zippering. Or just people, yeah, the, the exit where you're just stacked up like an in and out line on the freeway. <laughs> yeah. Where you're at a dead stop trying to get off of the freeway, but you're way on it. And then people just creep in. It's this battle where you're like, I'm like, gas brake, gas brake, gas brake again. I'm just like destroying my brake so this, so this one <laughs> Range Rover can't get in. Yeah. And then um, people look at me like, can I, I'm, like let me get in. And I'm like, oh, there's nothing I can do. Like, I'm simply a force of the universe right now, doing what's right. I am but a... (laughs) I am just part of the universe. I am a jellyfish on the freeway. I just rolled down the window. Think of me as like an amoeba, (laughs) right? Or like a a bear. I'm just like, I'm the universe, man. And he's just like, will you let me the fuck in? Oh, fuck. But that's it. R.I.P. And uh, throw the book at this uh, fucking hit-and-run cop. Jesus Christ. What do you got? I got a gloves off. Woo! Yeah, this is another uh, incident that I guess uh, involves the cops. They got there a little too late, but this guy in Connecticut went went past a school, and which is a perfect place to steal a car because you know they'll like leave them idling in the yeah. in the five minute zone because they forgot their kid forgot their jacket or whatever. Yeah, so they run in, and this guy just needed a he needed a, a car that wasn't his because he was about to go rob a bank. Oh, of course. So he dipped in, grabbed a car from the elementary school, went to rob the bank. Also, I think the, they're the least inconspicuous vehicles, the kind of vehicles you'd see at an elementary school. Like, no one's 
chasing like a minivan. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, it's all like minivans and explorers. And so he uh, gra- he goes, uh, robs the bank, I guess gets away with it. Nice. And the thing is, though, that there's a there's an, a 17 month year old in the car the entire time. Oh, no. So I don't know when he realized it. I don't know if he realized it. Maybe it was just a quiet kid and it was nap time and he was just sleeping the entire time. But what the guy eventually did is they kept getting all these calls. They were like, someone reported a car stolen from the school. Then someone. Re- reported a bank robbery, and then they started putting it all together. Hey, this is the same guy. This is the same suspect. The baby's in on it. (laughs) (laughs) The baby will not hesitate to shoot. Do not sleep on this baby. Yeah, as the as the it uh, hasn't had its nap today. No telling what it'll do. <laughs> the the guy's getting carried away, and then he just winks at the baby. The baby winks back, and then it just goes into like the camera does like that X ray mode. All the cash is hidden in the baby's fucking carrier. And then the story, I mean, ends pretty cool for the baby, but not for him. Then the guy, after stealing the car, successfully robbing a bank. Must have just been so amped up on adrenaline, he just drove his car straight into a tree and died. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Baby survived, no problem. So, uh, kind of like all is good with the world kind of thing. The baby yeah. gets a rock and roll story for when it's older that it do- is not going to remember. Yeah, I sweet. guess the baby's completely fine, so big ups to that car seat company. That's pretty cool. Also good on this guy for being consistent, because if you're if the, the type of people that steal cars aren't the type of people that wear seat belts. So it's like it's 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 karma is already like intertwined into the fate. And the thing is too, um oh, all right. oh that's a bummer. No, he's recovering though. Yeah, he's recovering. <laughs> intensive care. It's a spectrum, the word intensive, you know? Yeah. He's in the ICU, but it's a spectrum. Yeah. Sure. sure. And he's like a baby, so they're probably overreacting. He's got soft bones. Yeah. But I mean, I had three concussions before the age of five, and look at me. I got my own podcast. Oh, so. Brett, Brett Favre's like, got, like, a on. billion concussions. I was just listening to a podcast. They're like... Hey. Yeah, he's doing great scamming the, the the welfare people of Mississippi. Yeah. Fucking multimillionaire? That's winning in my book. Everyone's freaking out that he's doing it from, uh, like, Mississippi... That he stole all that the millions of dollars for his daughter's volleyball stadium uh-huh. from uh, the poorest state. I guess, which is Mississippi. Yeah. But to be fair to Brett Favre, he would have done it no matter what state he was from. <laughs> like, if he was from California, if he was from Connecticut, yeah. you know, it doesn't matter. He would have stolen from the welfare people. Yeah, it's, it's the universe's fault for making him being born in the poorest state. Yeah. That's crazy. He got a lot of money before he got caught. I remember he... That story kind of died out, but he uh, the, he he was in text, got... You know, he had, it was completely busted. He even texted, like, the lady in charge of this foundation, like, there's no way anyone can find out about this, <laughs> right? And she said, no, no way. Absolutely no way. not. Um, there was a funny one when he um, was going down for the dick picture, when there was that uh, targeted assassination on his character. I don't remember the dick pic. Uh, he sent dick pics. He was like one of the first, one of the early ones. Yeah, so he's an innovator. Um, and he kind of took a back seat, but he really amped up his uh, his role in the Wrangler company as a spokesperson. And I remember on, at Walmart, all the Wrangler shorts uh, had on the tag had Brett Favre, but it was a picture of him like riding a bike. But he was doing that thing where he's like one foot off in the jean bike. In jean shorts? Yeah. So he's he's he's. he's yeah, I would never go for the jean shorts if I'm going on a bike ride. But then again, <laughs> you're not Brett Favre. I'm not a, a Super Bowl winning quarterback. Yeah, Brett you're, not, you're not a future or current Hall of Famer. I'm I, not sure if he's been inducted, but I'm gonna go with yes. And if no, 
this uh, character thing with him stealing from poor people is going to hurt his chances oh, on the ballot. For but. sure. But um, oh, there he is. Big fan of the jean shorts, Mr. Farf. But he was sitting on the bike with one leg off, and the bike seat was sticking through his leg, so it looked like he had like a three-inch boner. So I just remember that being funny. He's like trying to get away from the dick imagery, and I see him at Walmart. It's just everywhere. Just ah ah. So Wrangler stood by him after the dick pic thing. Oh yeah, that's a Wrangler move. That's that's <laughs> that's core values, Wrangler. Well, uh, was it one of the dick pics? Like, hey, I'm single, or was it I'm Brett Favre married? And sending dick pics on the side. Do you oh, remember I that? I don't know. I don't really give a shit. If I hear dick pics, I don't need any of the uh, context. It's like, oh, was he sending it to an adult? Then I don't give a fuck. Like, who's supposed to be a role model? Brett Favre is no role model. Slim Shady settled that argument. Raise your own fucking kids, you loser. Yeah, I often yeah, I use Slim Shady for when I'm parenting. And then... <laughs> and then, then <laughs> And then when they went after Marilyn Manson, he's just like, are you, just because there's like court hearings, just like, do you, do, are you actually the devil? And he's just like, what? No, come on, I can't be. After all the Columbine stuff, they're like, Marilyn Manson actually had to testify, and they're just like very serious dudes with like Southern accents, like, now you say you are the devil, uh, is this, is this true, perhaps? And after him, like, sit on the stand, <laughs> just being like, no, I'm not the devil. Well, he's bummed because he has to dress normal for court, too. Yeah, he's got to tone down the look. Oh, he's still rocking like black tie, black shirt, black suit. Sure, but he wasn't wearing, he didn't have the upside down cross on his forehead while he was <laughs> putting his hand on the Bible. He had like tits. Even he respected the court of law. Yeah, he didn't have tits and a <laughs> Dragon wings. weird like penis mound. <laughs> oh, all right. But uh, yeah, what's, uh, I'm, I'm, ho- I'm thinking since the baby did end up in the ICU, I don't think it works this way, but, uh, you know, if I was running things, it would, so just keep that in mind. <laughs> they should give the baby some of, the, you know, maybe all the cash he stole, everything he stole. I like to imagine the guy crash into the tree, airbag goes off, he dies anyway, and then the blue dye pack shoots in his face. And now the baby's forced to join the blue man group? Yep, and make a bunch of money, because playing in Vegas. Although, aren't they, like, just, isn't it just a machine now, and there's, like, 89 of them, and it doesn't matter? Anyone who can, like, play these basic drum... These... Yeah, whoever can play a okay. handful of PVC pipes and, yeah. a, and a, a wet tom-tom. Yeah, whoever can, uh, yeah, just splash a bass drum with blue paint <laughs> and shoot it on the crowd. I don't know what they do. I don't even know what drums they're using over there. They're not using drums. That's the whole point. They're, like, stomped. They're using, like, trash cans and tubes and... I thought they had some drums, but then also used... I knew tubes were involved. I've seen the tube apparatus. Well, I guess they do need some actual drums, because they got to, like, splash the paint on something. Yeah, which, yeah, stomp, stomp. All right, anyway, that's the end of the story. What do you got? Oh, back to me. Yeah, uh, gloves off to that criminal. Look in the back seat for babies. It's a real negative episode. The crowd's not liking it. So an Indiana woman, chilling in a hotel room. They don't give a reasoning why. Um, why she's in the hotel room? Why she's in a hotel room. Um, Conference. From what I gather for the story, it's in this... Furry convention. In this, sorry, motel room um, in Indiana. Probably not a conference then. So, yeah. They don't have a great business center at most motels. No, no. Yeah, the Wi-Fi, the breakfast, it's all kaput. Um, so... The contents of this hotel room, obviously, besides normal hotel room accoutrement, is uh, a, a lady, her sister, and her child. So the sister, the auntie, um, 32-year-old Sharon Key, take a look at this, 
future Nobel laureate. Looks gnarly. <laughs> looks like a looks like a juggalo family member. Perhaps one of the fair like uh, the uh, minority Latina juggalettes. Um, she can't even open her eyes. So she's. Uh, they're all chilling in a hotel room. They go to Burger King, right? They get back. She's enjoying her chicken sandwich. She like goes, gets up for a second. I'm, I don't know. Um, I'm not assuming. I, I would like to say, oh, you get up while you're in the middle of eating, right? It'd be like for a napkin or something. But she seems like the type of person just <laughs> wipe the mustard Go stains on her for, shirt. Yeah, she's just wiping on the comforter of the motel. <laughs> it's just all over her forearms. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's wiping her hands like a baby, where she's just like smearing it on her inside of her elbows and shit. Um, real piece of garbage, this lady. So she's uh, the the pit bull. It is also in this room. Twist. I should have assumed there's a pit bull in the room. <laughs> That's on me. The pit bull grabs her chicken sandwich after she gets up. So her, just like any of us in this room, immediate reaction was to grab a knife and chase the pit bull around the room. Assert dominance with the dog. So the pit bull... I mean, the chicken sandwich is long gone. You know how... Because it, it, it is always mind-blowing when a dog will snag... You know, every few years, a dog will snag my... I'll be in, yeah. like, a guest, someone's house where I'm not used to their dog. Yeah. And they'll get it, and it's like, oh, my... Dude, you just ate an entire 16-ounce uh, ribeye in four seconds. Also, like, our dogs... Like, the dogs in my family, you know? Between my mom's house and my sister's and all this, like... They're, they're going to sit there, and they'll beg a little bit. You can tell them to go lay down. They'll listen begrudgingly. They'll sit there and beg or whatever for a minute, but none of them would have the balls to like take food off your plate. So yeah, I was at my friend's house and he's like, "Oh, oh you got to be quicker than that." I'm like, "No, you're a piece yeah, of train shit. Train your dog. Train your fucking dog, dude. He thinks that's okay." First of all, I eat before the dog. Assert dominance. All right, simple thing. Go through the doorway first. Let them know that you're the alpha. So this lady clearly did not watch any Caesar Milan. Uh, Pitbull grabbed her chicken sandwich. Her immediate reaction. Grab a knife, chase the dog around the room. When the dog jumped on the bed where the child, the one-year-old child, was laying down, Key said she tried to stab the dog but missed and stabbed her niece by mistake. Brutal. <laughs> so the mother's child was in the room. She immediately called 911. Where'd she get the niece? The niece? Yeah, where where's the where'd the knife penetrate the skin? Oh, the neck. Ooh, baby. <laughs> yeah, a one-year-old gets stabbed in the neck. and not That just... checks out for size. So in my mind, I'm going, like, this lady's so trashy, she probably killed the niece for uh, for insurance money or something. <laughs> yeah. Well, keep in mind, she's not, like, in massage. She doesn't have, like, special knife training or anything. But No, but a one-year-old's neck is about the height of a pit bull. Well, but, yeah, and also, the, you have to take into the context, the fervor of the type of person who's this is their first reaction when a dog takes their food. That like that's the kind of stab, and she's going at a pit bull. Like sh this is the kind of stab that's going at that baby. Well, she knows that dog better than anybody, right? So she probably knows I need this knife. <laughs> I don't want to pick up the knife, but I've trained this dog to kill. Yeah. So anything short of a knife wielder, I, I need a knife. I might not even make it. Uh, what's wild too is it, all this stuff was kind of checking out. Like, all right, she's got a knife. She's going after the pit bull. But then there's also a one-year-old running around in the scene. The third, the other grown-up in the room isn't 
holding the one-year-old and turning her and like well, you're taking her in the bathroom and be like, it's bath time, honey. Let's take a bath and have fun this gets while Auntie plays silly games. <laughs> oh, she's just a wackadoo she's with her knife. She's training her dog. And also what I've learned from many years of cops and reading these types of news stories, it's never like a nice K-bar knife, like a military issue or like a like a nice switch out Kershaw. No, like a liquor store knife. It's always like a steak knife. Yeah, or like a single, like they stole from a fucking Denny's. One of those round-tipped knives. So here's a quote from the grandfather. It's stupid. At the same time, she's a grown-up. She should have known that baby was sitting there, and I want the book thrown at her. Nice. That's her sister? <laughs> That's the stab bee's father. All right. So Griffin said his granddaughter's expecting... Well, I'm that, glad that kid has a dad because life seems like it's going to be rough. You get stabbed in the neck from a pit bull fight in a motel at one... Who knows what's going to well, happen no, to you by your second birthday? Oh, sure, yeah, this kid doesn't have a shot. But no, it's the. Um, the She's f- got a mom and dad. No, no dad. Well, the, the baby. They... No, that's the grandfather of the baby. Oh, they... so you got the baby, the mom, and the aunt, and then above that is the grandfather with with I think rock solid opinions. Uh, Key was hiding in an outdoor bush on the Days Inn property when police arrived. They arrested her on the spot. Yeah, no shit. I like she's just yeah. Days Inn isn't too bad. I've stayed there. She's in. It's Indiana. a step above Motel Six. You don't exactly get like you can't uh, Jason Bourne out into like just become the wind and disappear in Indianapolis. But it is a metropolitan area. Like the fact that she didn't leave the property of the Days Inn. You should go like, beyond the bush. The, yeah, you didn't need fucking <laughs> running bolt to come track your trail. There's just a, there's just she's still holding the steak knife with just a trail of blood all the way to a bush. So the grandfather, once again, I want her accountable for this. My granddaughter she will be stabbed for the her, rest of her life. Her niece, right? Not her daughter. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. So yeah. So the aunt stabbed the niece. The mother called the police. The grandfather of the two women wants the book thrown at her. Let's throw it. Court records show she pleaded guilty to a stabbing a woman with a box cutter during a fight at a gas station in 2020. Jail records also show she likes a blade. He has been in and out of jail more than twenty times over the last decade. So I think the 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 lesson to be learned here is once again, I feel like this is about the tenth time we're covering a story where a person who's apt for stabbing, who a person who shouldn't be on the street is on the street and stabs yet again. Uh, Key's family members said she was uh, she has struggled with drug and alcohol addiction. Uh, and apparently knives drugs in that photo yeah no one sober goes after a pit bull not even crazy people they added and this is from the family they wish the city was it a deluxe chicken sandwich or value menu chicken sandwich it's Burger King even the deluxe no that changes the game I mean I'd go after the is the deluxe the long one I don't know I haven't (laughs) been to Burger King in a long time yeah the long one with marinara (laughs) Uh, they added that they wish the city would assist those in need instead of simply cycling them in and out of jail. Solid take. Change the system. It's one of the few times in a story of a, that includes a family this trashy, one of them has a take I agree with. This city needs to do better. Well, yeah, zero of the responsibility falls on you as a family for raising this fucking psychopath. Um, all they're doing is slapping her on the wrist. Well, I think I hope they give her more than a slap on the wrist considering she stabbed a baby. Well, and... Even if you go with the, hey, I wasn't trying to stab the baby, they can then go with the, well, you were trying to stab a dog. That's still a charge. Stabbing dogs is also a felony. So 
Oh yeah, they're gonna throw the book at her. I guarantee she's gonna get hit with those uh those double charges where it's like attack with a deadly weapon and um, uh, attack with malicious intent and hiding in a bush. Oh yeah, you can't hide in a bush. AKA resisting. Yeah, that's a code forty six if I ever heard one. Uh, what do you got? Let's round it out. I've got a hat off. Oh, finally. Hats off to you, sir. Oh, they love it. All right, there's this guy in a... Uh, write this down. Who You know, any any intern can write it down. It doesn't matter. But Lan- Lancaster County, Pennsylvania. We got to take a trip out there, it sounds. Oh, I've been wanting to. Fun. That's a bucket list, baby. I want to yeah. see one of those bad boys throw up a barn. So this guy was operating a farm vehicle in Pennsylvania, and then he was he was arrested for drunk driving. Hmm. Yeah. He was taken into custody on September 16th. They said he tried to flee the scene of a crash. He was in a 1974 <laughs> International Harvester 4000 series. Oh, that's a, classic. that's a hell of a machine. Yeah. That is a classic. Yeah, I know. So uh, he's cruising around, and he's the bell of the ball. He's, I don't know. He's, you know, like in small towns, they'll have the, they'll have these on, you know, uh, towing floats and stuff. So maybe yeah. he had a parade coming up, and he was practicing his route, his waving. I don't really know, but he backed into this uh, 2011 Toyota RAV4 uh, classic in the making. Oh, that's another classic. Come on. And they were at a stop sign, and he just backed into the RAV4 and then tried to leave the scene tried to do a hit and run, and the RAV4 just said, I just followed behind super slowly, honking the whole time, until cops showed up. He admitted that he had been drinking. He got behind the wheel. He was arrested, processed, release, released, and then uh, 17 minutes later, he was found to be on a tractor again on the <laughs> roadway and was arrested a second time. Hell yeah, dude. Now, here's the thing. This is one of those uh, shame on the cops. I'm not sure because you would think they would impound the tractor. What they don't make clear in this story, and I tried to look up more and I couldn't get any uh, more details in this because this isn't a huge story. You know, not many news news sources are covering it, but uh, <laughs> was it a different tractor or did he get the same tractor? Am I guessing? Yeah. Because would you impound the tractor? You're supposed to impound the car when you get a DUI. Sure. Yeah, I just I think there's a logistical problem there. But I would think in a in a in the type of city or town where people are getting T- DUIs on tractors, you'd have the type of facilities, right? You'd have yeah. the resources to impound a tractor. Definitely impound. Or maybe it. put one. Of- <laughs> and it makes sense if this guy has a classic most 1974 <laughs> tractor, he's going to have another tractor. Oh, of course. This is my show off. This is my daily tractor. Yeah. This is my show off. This is my weekend tractor. This is my parade tractor. I go down to the I go down to the Frosty King for this tractor. I do most of my work on a Kubota anyway. <laughs> you go ahead and take it. I don't give a shit. I got a John Deere 4 series out back. And then I saw another since I'm covering death, this is a quickie that I saw. Uh this in Florida this this guy just woke up. Which I like that he woke up at noon, he walked outside, and there's just a dead parachuter in his front yard. What? Which I think is awesome, because it could have been someone like, oh, you should have caught me on Tuesday. I was up at 6 a.m. You know, I would have <laughs> seen you right away, but this is my day off. I slept in. I made some breakfast. That's probably what happened to D.B. Cooper. And it uh, might have been. The guy just dug, just saw him, kept the money, and just dug a hole for him in his front yard. Why not? Yeah. And I just, I, it's cool because they reach out to the skydiving school that was a quarter mile away, <laughs> and they were not available for comment. <laughs> oh, no. 
But the guy That's was like suspicious. 69 years old, and I don't think his, they had na- they had some neighborhood, you know, ring cam that filmed it, and oh. he, he fell hard. I don't know if his parachute opened or not, so RIP, bro. But that would be, if of all the ways of stumbling upon a dead body, I think dead parachuter in the front yard is uh, one of the better ones. Yeah, I'm thinking... Unless I'm... his body is just smashed so hard it destroyed. Well, yeah, your body stays together like a bag of blood. You know what I mean? Everything yeah, inside yeah, of it yeah. breaks. So, like, paramedics, they call motorcycle riders squids because you can't pick them up because it looks like a perfectly normal person, but if you try it's to pick it up, there's no structure to their body anymore. Ugh. And the same thing happens to um, jumpers. Is just the, the whole inside of their body is just, like, gel. All you the have to bone like, shatters. And... Yeah. Remember those, like, water tube toys? Like, yeah, sparklies sure. inside? They, like, just perpetually go inside out? You basically become one of those, and they just kind of, like, use a push broom to get you onto a stretcher. Hopefully you don't spill off. Another one is your head pops off. A lot of people don't know that. All the pressure just shoots it off like a sh- yeah. bottle of champagne on New Year's <laughs> Eve, baby. Kiss me. <laughs> Give me a kiss. <laughs> no, you're dead and mushy. Um, is that it? We're done. That's, that's in and out, baby. Let's shut her down. It's the most efficient podcast yet. Cup all laughs. And then I like to think we learned something as well. No tears, but next week, all crying. The entire <laughs> time, we're not going to stop. Three gloves off. Incredibly efficient, folks. Incredibly upbeat for the for the context. And we appreciate you for listening. Uh, my name is at Mitchell Phillip on Instagram. That's at Robot Spencer. Follow the production team at Beam Jeremy. But most importantly, at Hogopod for comments, corrections, suggestions, or good old-fashioned hate mail. Um, all dick pics go to at Robot Spencer. I love you. Bye.